The Dallas Cowboys have set their 53-man roster, but could there be another roster move coming? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolVCB. Landon, how's it going, sir? It's going great. Uh, we, you know, all spent the last 24 hours constantly refreshing Twitter to get uh, any kind of notifications on who may or may not be on the team, any trades or anything. And and much like many of the other previous years, all the guys that you thought yes. were would never make it to through waivers made it through waivers, and uh, the the guys that we were hoping we we could get we we claimed. And so, I mean, there was no claims put in, but the, the Cowboys were able to sneak all the people that they wanted through the waivers in order to get them on practice squad. And you know, there were a couple of surprises on the fifty three man roster, but honestly, honestly, it was pretty chalk considering all the conversations that we had had previous to this about what they could do. Yeah. Let's start there. So are you surprised before we even talk about the cuts, are you surprised that the Cowboys didn't put a uh, waiver claim in for anybody? Because I'm not for yeah, this reason I, alone, because they have so many players. They have to kind of shuffle in and out of the roster because of Tyron Smith and James Washington and bringing back a kicker. They probably felt like, you know what, we're good right now. If we need to add somebody else later, we can. But we just don't need to add another body to this roster. I guess I'm not simply because of the fact that, you know, what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the urgency, I guess, of bringing in a person that you are likely going to you know, have as your kind of backup swing tackle, development of swing tackle, right? Um, I mean, that's really kind of the position we're all looking for as an offensive tackle that, that you know just kind of bolster the depth at the position. Maybe someone with some experience that could come in and push. But I just don't think that anyone that they're looking to sign is going to come in and start week one. You know, I mean, even if they if that's what they were looking for. So there there may be a situation with them where they're like, look, there's lots of these uh, you know guard tackles, swing tackle types that are being released that maybe mm-hmm. we like. Um, maybe we don't waste draft capital trying to make sure that we get one right now and we just see what kind of filters through. And, you know, once we have our roster settled a little bit and everyone in place, then we can kind of go see what's on the market there. Because I think, you know, like there weren't a lot of people claimed across the league. So a lot of these guys that are, you know, that we would be looking at are probably going to be available, you know, tomorrow. So if, if the Cowboys get through all their kind of roster gymnastics then they may be able to set themselves up to kind of, you know, do a second round of shopping, I guess, on who, uh, who fr- fresh street free agents that, you know, just were released in the 53 man cut down. The, the other thing that we need to remember is the NFL has some rules set in place now where if you claim a guy at this point of the season, you have to keep him on your roster for a certain amount of time. And yeah. I don't remember the exact number of weeks. It might be three or four weeks. 
just not sure the Cowboys want to tie up somebody who they haven't seen yet on their 53 man roster, especially when they have so many moving parts now. So I won't be surprised if they add a veteran over the next day or two, right? One of these vested vets or somebody like that. But I just, I don't think the Cowboys wanted to go out and grab a claim per player right now. Yeah, I mean, again, because especially especially for the type of player that, that that they've been kind of rumored and looking at, more of a younger developmental player, that they're going to want to grab someone that they know is a clear upgrade on what they have in house yeah. right now. So, uh, if if it's the if we're talking about the veteran swing tackle, that's more of a week one signing, anyways, because you don't want to guarantee their contract. So, uh, it makes sense that they aren't necessarily jumping at these claims because then you automatically clearly have to have a plan for who you're releasing after you claim that player. So. It makes some sense that they're kind of slow rolling this simply because the type of player they're shopping for will be available, and you have to be certain that they're better than what you already have yes. on the roster. Um, all right, I want to talk about what the Cowboys did on Tuesday and Wednesday, really, to get this roster down to 53 players. But before we do that, I want to tell you about LinkedIn. Uh, you can create a free job post in just minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people, then add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That is linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Also wanted to tell you about prize picks. Prize picks is just so easy to use. All you have to do is pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball. Women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. They are currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. All you have to do is download the Prize Pick app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match. Up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Price Pick will give you $100. If you deposit $50, they'll give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, let's talk about the, the roster in general. Um, how do you feel about it? Like, was is it shocking any of the moves that the Cowboys made? No. I mean, at least it wasn't to me. I, I think you know some of the roster mechanisms that they're using are creative. Like, I really like what they're doing with the the quarterback situation. They're they're you know using the play the practice squad rule changes to you know save themselves a, a, a roster spot by keeping both of those guys on the practice squad, and they can call them up each three times, and then eventually I think they'll have to sign one of them 
to the to the regular season team, but that will be by week six. And you know, obviously, in six weeks, the roster can change due to injury, and that's lots of things. So, uh, I, I think it's they've done some interesting roster, you know, uh, gymnastics with the new rules that are in place, and I like that. Uh, but outside of that, you know, I I feel like I looked at the fifty three man roster projection that I had done, I don't know, three weeks ago, and it. It pretty much was what they did, right? I like, mean, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to brag. This is no, not no, bragging. No, thing. I think it's pretty clear what they were going to do. Well, you know, frankly, I think if you made if you made any kind of roster prediction over the last month, I mean, you probably got 52 of the 53 <laughs> players, right? Like, yeah. it it really feels like with the way that the Cowboys did some of their cuts and how they're going to do some of the IR stuff, like they're going to end up keeping like 59 guys either on the roster or on the injured reserve list that they wanted. Plus, and we'll get to this later, they kept everybody on the practice squad that they wanted. Like every guy that we yeah. were like, oh, we'd like to see the Cowboys stash that guy. Inc- including Carlos Watkins, which is, yes. I mean, that, you know, like that's, I mean, you, you see, you see this in a couple other teams. Like I saw that, that uh, the Chargers were able to put Christian Covington on their, on their practice squad. And it's like, you know, Christian Covington is not a, you know, an, uh, an all pro or a pro bowler, but he's a starter level defensive tackle probably, or at least a, Number, you know, first off the bench level defensive tackle, and as is Carlos Watkins. So it's surprising when we see guys like this that are that are making it to the practice squad and and you know not getting claimed, despite the fact that they, you know, th- this is not usually the kind of guy. I mean, obviously the the rules have changed that, but this is also usually not the kind of guy that necessarily makes it through waivers. You know, yeah. like someone who's yeah. got starts in the league and is not like thirty plus years old. Like that's it's a little bit surprising to see some of the vets that made it through on small very digestible contracts and then end up being on the practice squad to get called up. It's, it, it's kind of nutty. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of crazy. We'll get to the practice squad in a second. The Cowboys just made an awesome practice squad signing that I can't wait to talk about. Uh, but let's talk about the actual 53 man roster. So I went back and looked at the, the roster this morning and of the 53 players on the roster right now. And again, this can change. Yeah. The Cowboys drafted or signed as an undrafted free agent, 47 of the 53 players. That's pretty incredible. Here are the players that they, they signed outside of the team. Malik Hooker, Brian Anger, J. Ron Curse, Anthony Barr, Terrell Basham, Dante Fowler. That's it. Yeah. I mean, they clearly are all about familiarity, you know, and about reliability. And, and that's why they Which is, have... There's pros and cons to that, by the yeah. way. Like, I knocked them sure. a lot for not going out and getting other talent, but... One of the reasons they can have this philosophy is they're pretty good at identifying, especially like UDFAs and day three guys. Like they have a pretty good idea of who's an NFL player and who's not. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, it, it, it helps mitigate a lot of this stuff. Right. Um, I I think that if you look at the roster construction, uh, it's not a surprising list of guys, but now that we're kind of through it, I mean, it's an impressive list of, of defensive linemen. It's an impressive list of cornerbacks. Um, I, you know, I think we can say what you want about the offensive line, but the fact that they were able to lose Tyron Smith, and of course we all are freaking out about what's going to happen, but the fact that they already had a plan in place to slide someone out and then someone that they could just elevate up that they felt comfortable with playing as a starter meant that they have inter- at least impressive interior offensive line depth. Uh, the tight end room was such that you could cut the guy that you w- had as your previous kind of developmental tight end uh, and then potentially bring him back uh, after he gets recovers from his injury onto the practice squad and then onto the regular uh, uh, 
roster as well eventually mm-hmm. because because you drafted a tight end and you had an undrafted free agent tight end that was that were so good and impressive in camp you felt like you didn't need them uh you know i think that and, and even the wide receiver group that you know much maligned as as it is uh and, and, and you know for good reason that there's some issues there I think there's incredible depth. You know, there's you've got guys all the way down the roster to Dennis Houston who basically refused to be cut and just had an incredible yeah. training camp. And so I think it's a good roster. Um, you know, it's 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 a it's it's a typical Cowboys roster, right? Where it's really top heavy, and then it's got it's got a really solid level of kind of bottom of the roster players, and it's like the kind of that middle section that you're depending on which uh, uh, you know depth chart you're actually looking at that you kind of have some questions or concerns, but I think the Cowboys are hoping that the development of those younger players will elevate themselves up to that kind of middle class of the, of the roster. And, you know, this could potentially be a very good roster down the road. Yeah. I mean, let's give credit to the scouting staff. They had four undrafted free agents make the roster this year between Kevontae Turpin, Peyton Hendershot, Dennis Houston, and Marquis Spell. I mean, finding four UDFAs like that to make your 53-man roster either says you're a bad team, which I don't think this is a bad team, or that you found four guys that are pretty good steals. I mean, just pretty incredible. should also mention, over the last three years, uh, they have seven total undrafted free agents, including Terrence Steele, Luke Gifford, and Rico Dowdle. And that's, that's quite a bit of your roster that you didn't that you didn't need to use any draft picks on. Yeah, I mean, again whether it's a draft or undrafted free agency, the Cowboys are pretty darn good at identifying talent. So um, I think that as far as that goes, uh, you know, that, that, that's a, that's a place to tip your cat. You know, you, again, we can talk about the, uh, the, the prudence of, of their philosophy with outside free agents. I think that there's obviously pros and cons there as well, but what you can't really question is their ability to identify and and draft. I mean, I think you're probably one of the top teams in the NFL at that. All right, uh, last thing before we move on to the practice squad. If the Cowboys do sign an outside veteran, and again, it's not going to be any big name. It's not going to be Ndamukong Sue or anything like that. But if they were just to add a body, where's the one spot that you expect them to do that? I think it's still, you know, uh, uh, offensive tackle uh, or wide, wide receiver. You know, I mean, if there's a situation that really kind of – makes them feel like it's a, a significant upgrade on what they've got currently in house. I found uh, one. Let's hear it. I think Malik Turner who got cut by the 49ers would be a great guy to bring back be- for a couple of different reasons. Number one, he knows the scheme. He was with the Cowboys in 2020 and 2021 made some plays in offense too, and yeah. some actual yeah. NFL games. And he played 60% of the special team snaps last year. So I think you could bring him in, release somebody else at the bottom of the roster. And I think, he helps raise your floor at least a little bit early on in the season. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if some like the conversations to be had inside that room on a Daniel uh, Dennis Houston versus Malik Turner conversation, right? Because I, I think obviously there's a lot to be said about Turner as an experience and his experience. Houston obviously has incredible chemistry with Dak. That wouldn't be I the think- guy that I would cut, by the way. Who would you cut? I think I would cut Fahoku. Because I think, I think now that we've got past waiver claims and everybody's setting their practice squad, I think the odds of somebody, somebody claiming Fahoku would be pretty low. I think you could get him back on the practice squad. And I think Turner helps you more in week one and week two than what Fahoku would. Mm, that's scary, though. 
I know. I mean, I, I know we not talk that worried. If somebody steals Fahoku, I'm not panicking, right? Uh, I really liked what he did this this, okay. this year. I'm scared about that. I, and honestly, I like his future more than I like Malik Turner's. So I don't necessarily disagree. But what's the future for Fahoku? Like, what's what's the ceiling that he's the fourth receiver on this team? I mean, eventually, it's about this year. Are we talking? Yeah, about well, I'm just saying this year, or next year, right? Because you've got. Gallup. I think next year. I think next year he could. You know, you're you right. I Tolbert though. I think that maybe next year that that he's getting snaps in, in a rotation potentially because I think that he's a different type of player than a lot of these other guys. He's a bigger body guy who can get down the field. I think he's closer to kind of Gallup's game, but he's a different type of body type than Gallup. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I, I I think it's probably worth considering, but I don't know, man. I, I, I think I think Fahoku has, as much as he's grown this offseason, I would like to see another offseason, what, what okay. he could grow into. Okay, uh, that's fair. Uh, all right, let's 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 talk about the Cowboys practice squad. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get money when you need it. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. But Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you absolutely need it. Dave is the banking app that can get you up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That is more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There is no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That is D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve member FDIC. All right, let's talk about the Cowboys practice squad, which they are still finalizing now. We're doing this show about 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we've got a, got a pretty good list here, Landon. I will yeah. run through the names, uh, and then I'll let you comment. Brandon Smith, uh, wide receiver Brandon Smith, defensive end Mike uh, Mika Tafua, running back Malik Davis, tight end Sean McEwen, center Alex Lindstrom, wide receiver Ontario Drummond, offensive tackle Avante Collins, Quarterbacks, Cooper Rush and Will Greer. Defensive tackle, Carlos Watkins, who you mentioned. Wanye Thomas, a safety, who was doing some kick return stuff for them. They brought back Malik Jefferson. They signed Brett Maher. They signed Quadre Allison, who is a running back for the Falcons, who has some connections with Dan Quinn. And the one that I'm most excited about, they brought back my guy, Tyler Coyle. Yeah. Uh, safety, linebacker, corner. I mean, just... I, I don't want to get too jacked up about a practice squad, but what a practice squad. What a practice squad. And and frankly, you know, it feels like we we did this a little bit last year too, where we're just like, golly, this is quite a collection of practice squad mm-hmm. players. But I mean, this is still, I mean, you've got two or three guys on this list that I feel like could go easily be on another team's active roster, you know? Like, sure. So uh, yeah, I, I think they, they got everybody that they wanted on that list. Um, it, you know, it, and they, it's, it's, it's an incredibly talented group. I'm, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad they were able to get Brandon Smith and, and Drummond because I thought both of them in a, in a group of wide receivers that, uh, 
you know, that, that was that really at the, especially near the middle part of that group to the bottom end, really almost every one of them was really showing out in a, in a, in a great way. I, I thought that Smith and Drummond, because of just how good Fahoku and Brown and, and, and uh, Houston had been kind of got overshadowed a little bit, despite the fact that they both really had good camps. Drummond came in here after dealing with an injury and like stepped in and, and started practicing well right away. They even, put him back in running back at, at one point when they were dealing with injuries early on mm-hmm. in training camp. And he performed well there too. Uh, Brandon Smith has been just making plays every single day at camp. And that never really stopped. I, I just feel like if he can get another year in the, in the practice squad, uh, I, I, he could be a guy that comes back in next year and is pushing for a roster spot in 2023. Watkins is a guy that's going to be useful for you. They're going to call up, you know, a yeah. lot to, to, you know, especially if there's an injury, maybe you can keep him on the practice squad on weeks. You don't need him, And then just call him up once, you know, maybe once there's an injury there. Uh, Avante, Avante Collins is a guy who, you know, we haven't talked a ton about, but is a guy who started games in this league as an offensive tackle yeah. and to get him on your practice squad and just have him as another kind of emergency situation. Uh, I think that that's really, that's really a useful thing. We, uh, Malik Davis is a guy that we, we, we were, <laughs> there are lots of people were hand wringing because he got cut. Obviously it was exciting to get him back. Mike, Mike, Tafua is, is, is John Owning's favorite pet cat, <laughs> a pass rusher that uh, is kind of like Bradley and I sort of maybe with a little bit more athleticism there. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you have, can't cover everybody, but I think all those guys we listen and obviously McEwen as well. Another your favorite. He'll be. A, uh, I I truly think McEwen's going to be on the fifty-three man roster. I agree. Eventually, it's yeah. just this is allows him to get healthy, and the Cowboys don't have to put him on, on IR because I wouldn't be shocked if week three he's healthy. And maybe maybe things are a little bit too fast for Peyton Hendershot, and they want to put pull up McEwen to play some special team stuff. Like that could happen. Uh, really quickly, just on the the rookie class in general. I know when the Cowboys were making their picks, they had nine picks. And it's like, there's not all nine of these guys are going to make the roster. It's not going to happen. That's just too many. They don't have nine spots. They all made the 53-man roster. Kind of surprising. On top of that, you had five other players, as of right now, who were undrafted free agents that made your practice squad. 14, likely 15 rookies making this team in some form or fashion. It's pretty impressive. The thing that, that we need to remember is that this team is really interested in developing into a juggernaut at the end of the season, right? Like they have all these young players that have all this young talent and they're willing to take the lumps early on if the idea is that your young talent is well-seasoned by the end of the year, right? And I mean, we, we kind of said something similar about the team last year, right? They had 11 draft picks. There's no way that all these guys make the team. Mm-hmm. They did, uh, or at least for the most part. And now you've added another a very large rookie class with this class when you add in the draft picks plus the undrafted free agents. Uh, and this is, you know, again, one it's going to be one of the younger youngest teams in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and I think that when you combine that with the talent that's at the top, that's the formula the Cowboys want, right? They don't – they want guys that are hungry and young, that are overperforming, that are learning on the job, that are getting better as the season goes on as opposed to an older roster that, you know, hey, we know exactly what we're doing week one, but as the season goes on, our bodies start to fail us a little bit more. So um, I, I think it's, it's you know, it's paid off for them in the past. We'll see if it paid, pays off for them here. Um, but I, I think it's, it's, it's worth noting and it's worth pointing out that 
this is not like a youth movement. This is by design. Like the Cowboys want to be and want to remain a young team. Uh, and, you know, obviously the, the the truly talented people that kind of transcend that, yeah. the Zach Martins, the Dak Prescotts, the DeMarcus Lawrences, they'll stay on the team. They'll sign long-term contracts. But for the vast majority, the middle class and the lower class of this roster, it's going to be populated by people that are under 25 years old, that are in their second, maybe third year or less in the NFL uh, as they kind of try to make this team a, a team that ascends into the playoffs, yep. not not starts out hot and then trails off at the end of the year. The Cowboys have made 20 draft picks over the last two years. Yeah. All 20 players are still on their active roster. I mean, that's kind of incredible. Now, is that because the Cowboys value draft picks a little bit too much and they'd rather keep some of those bottom end guys in the roster? Maybe, maybe that's a part of it. Like you could convince yourself that the Cowboys maybe should have moved on from Josh ball or something like that. But to have all 20 of those guys on the roster and not have several, they were like, yeah, that, that guy doesn't belong on a 53-man roster. It's pretty impressive, Landon. I will add in, Bohana to me is, is a guy that we should all keep in mind, right? Like Bohana at this time last year didn't look like an NFL rosterable player. Like he didn't look like he was ready to play at this level. He didn't look like he had the strength that was uh, required of him. You know, fast forward to where we are now, and, and he looks good. He's, he's, he's had a really good training He's going to have a big camp. role this team. On this he's going to yeah. have a big role in this team. In fact – they drafted a guy that was pretty clearly supposed to be his replacement in Ridgeway. Ridgeway couldn't crack it. So, uh, and and again, what keep an eye on Ridgeway like you did on Bahana. But I, I would say overall, like this is the thought process, right? You get these guys who you feel like you can develop into players. They maybe just need some time, and you aren't afraid, even in today's NFL, to take them, develop them a little bit, maybe even throw them in on a game before they're ready, you know, and and, yeah. and just to get them some experience. Uh, and then take that experience and grow from that. And I think what we've seen is that time and time again, whether it's Terrence Steele or uh, you know some of these other guys, the opportunity to go in and and maybe play, maybe play before a little bit before you're ready, you know, and is it, you take your lumps, but the the benefit long term can be incredible. It, it's very clear to me that the plan for the Cowboys is they want players twenty to 65, including the practice squad, to all be guys on rookie contracts that are all under the age of like 25, 26, right? They want that bottom of the roster to be cheap. They want those guys to be young and fast, and they're just going to look for the guys that can find roles on the team. I don't think they're interested in bringing in stopgap options very often, unless they have a big need like they did with Anthony Barr. They want to develop their own guys and have them in the system for multiple years. So, by the time we get to year two and year three, like Bohana in year two, they're ready to go. And now they don't have to go out and pay. I uh, name your star Lotalele to be your one technique. You already have that guy on a roster. <laughs> Danny Shelton. Much cheaper. Danny <laughs> Shelton. Perfect example. Danny Shelton. You already have that guy under contract under roster for the foreseeable future. Not the perfect roster in the world, but you can see what the Cowboys are trying to accomplish here. Let's not forget that what actually wins football games in the NFL, and that's quarterback play. And you've got a really, really good one who's healthy for the first time in a long time and looking good. And that kind of, again, we talk a, a lot about all the other things on this team. But but remember, the thing that is going to take us and lead us to the playoffs that we're going to make or break is the health and the talent of D Dak Prescott. And that's where I feel very confident. All right, that's it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked on Cowboys your first listen every day. 
Now make your second listen the ultimate pro football preview and eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Lockdown Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Lockdown Bets, all combining into one ultimate, ultimate NFL preview. Search for the ultimate pro football preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. You can follow our show on YouTube, Locked on Cowboys over there. You can follow us on Twitter at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys next time.